Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Bonjour, you're watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. I'm TK Trinidad, aka the Canadian Assassin, and I'm not alone. She is a pro wrestler and champion cat lady. Please welcome Sarah the Rebel. What it do, what it do. <laughs> and today, today we have an amazing show. We're going to do Rapid Hot Tag, Star of the Week, have a little bit of discussion, but you know it's all about our guest. She is absolutely amazing. She recently signed to AEW and is a badass all around. Please welcome legit Leela Hirsch. Hi guys, hey. how are you? Good, how are you doing? Good, yeah, good. Just tired, but you know, I'm good. Yeah, we, we're, we're, we're all here. So let's get into it. You just got signed to AEW. You were doing matches before you got signed. So kind of walk us through, like, you know, did they call you? Were you there? And they're like, hey, by the way, you're part of the team now. So how did, like, how did it all happen? So somebody in AW believed in me a lot. And before I went to Japan, he like had to ask me questions and all that. So I knew like there might be a chance, you know, that I would get there. But, you know, I was heading to Japan, did my stuff in Japan. Then I came back and then obviously like the whole pandemic hit. So I was just like, all right, it's probably not gonna happen now, which is okay. And then, it was, I think, right before the collective, I got the message. He was like, you know, send me your address and all that. So I did. And I was like, he was like, he told me you should be hearing from Christopher Daniels. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, like, I don't believe it until I see it, you know? Right. Um, and then I'm just like, looking at my email, look at my email over and over again. And then I see Christopher Daniels name. And and I was like, oh, all right, so it is official. You know, I knew I would get there. I just didn't know when. So it was right before the collective. It was confirmed that I was going to do AW Dark. Um, so that's how it kind of happened. 
That's amazing. So like you've had quite a few like really great um, opponents on AEW. Um, now that you're part of the roster, is there anybody that you have your eye on? Everybody. I, I want to get in the ring with everybody. I think right now, though, I want to face Ty Conte. That would be an amazing match. Yeah, because she has the judo background. I have the amateur wrestling background. So I think we would have a killer match. Definitely agree. So um, in Japan, when you were over there, was there anything you learned or anything new that you kind of brought back or incorporated? Wrestling-wise, to me, was a challenge, psychology-wise. Because the psychology in the U.S. and, you know, just what we learned here, it was completely different from what they do. To me, it was kind of a struggle trying to learn their psychology and just go with it. You know, because sometimes to me, the stuff they did didn't make sense to me. And I just was like, oh, why would I do this? You know, so that was kind of hard for me. The good experience there was like the language barrier. So I flew in New Year's Eve, literally New Year's Eve, I flew in. And then the next day we had a show and it was a triple threat match. And I remember like just being, I was actually really nervous. Usually I'm good. But like once I met all the, the ladies there and they were like telling me like what's going to happen, like they were calling the match. I was terrified because I was like, oh my God, like I hope I can like understand what they're doing. And like, mm -hmm. it was a lot. It was like overwhelming. A, a triple threat match is already always a really complicated match to call. And you had to do it with, uh, <laughs> in another language. Like, oh my gosh. And we were also like, we were on first. And <sighs> I just remember like, just trying to tell myself, like, all right, just breathe, just breathe. Like you can do this, you know? So it was a really good experience. And like the culture, like Japan's beautiful, you mm -hmm. know, but wrestling definitely had like it's up and downs. It's been my dream since like day one, like since I discovered professional wrestling, you know, people always talked about if you go to Japan, like that's an incredible honor. And it was, it was definitely tough, but definitely an experience I will never forget. You know, like very fortunate that I got to experience that. That sounds amazing. Like maybe like both you and Sarah can answer this question. So you're wrestling as somebody where there is a language barrier. Um, how do you communicate is it more like, okay, you both are good at what you do, so it, it happens, or what Like, what happens in a situation like that? So the time it's happened to me, they would just kind of demonstrate and say a word that sounded very similar to the, you know, suplex is pretty easy to understand in, in Japanese and in Spanish. But it, the real fear for me is uh, I was trained, like, you can call stuff on the fly, and I didn't feel comfortable with that in another language. So what were we, your thoughts on it? <laughs> I couldn't do that. Uh, too terrifying. <laughs> just like what Sarah said, in a way, like, they'll just demonstrate it, like, with the hands and all that. But I also got lucky because, like, I got put in Tokyo Cyber Squad in stardom. And I also had Hannah spoke the most English. So a lot of times, like, I would be tagging with her. And then if the girls would call something, and I'd be like, Hey, Hannah, like, what did they say? So she would be able to translate it to me pretty good. So I was very lucky that I had her. And then, again, in times where I wasn't with her, you just had to, like, act it out. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, go through it with emotions. And then sometimes I would just hope they would get it, you know? <laughs> wow. It's lucky for Japan to English uh, because Japanese wrestling was based on what they saw in American wrestling. So almost all of the moves are called 
Then um, they know the American names. It's different though when you're working with someone um, who's a luchador, for example. Um, lucha develops separately in a lot of ways, so those they have completely different where crossbody is a plancha and and things like that. Aye, aye, aye. better you guys than me. Um, <laughs> so you started off in the amateur uh, amateur wrestling, and obviously you know you're prof- doing professional wrestling now. I think of it like you know back in the day where like you know the Kurt Angle type thing when he mm-hmm. was doing it, amateur wrestling was you know it it seemed like there's a separation like amateur wrestlers felt this way about professional wrestling now you know in today's age what's the difference between the two or is there a lot of similarities like when you're doing amateur wrestling and your goal was to become a professional wrestler i think there's a lot of similarities to it because for me i think if it wasn't for amateur wrestling my basics wouldn't be as good so like in amateur wrestling and professional wrestling footwork is like everything so because of amateur wrestling, when I stepped into professional wrestling, my footwork was there. I picked up things so, you know, so easily. Like in amateur wrestling, we'd have to do a lot of roles. And in amateur wrestling, that's one of the most important things is, is to know how to roll. You know what I mean? Because God forbid, like you, you take a bump or something, knowing how to like roll and take the bump helps. So to me, I think amateur wrestling is very similar to professional wrestling. And uh, I think you just have to know how to combine those two together now, which I'm still learning, you know? And I think like Kurt Angle did an amazing job of that. But to me, uh, it's very similar. And I would tell anybody to do amateur wrestling just to learn that stuff. Definitely. When, when we did the New Japan camp, we did like every day there was a section where we would do amateur wrestling. They felt that the, the fundamentals were so important. So real quick, I, I did just want to go back to Japan. So you said you got to work with Hannah. How are you doing, you know, with her passing? Did you have any thoughts on her What and, and getting to know her for that short time? Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I I was in shock. Again, because so to me, I, obviously I didn't know Hannah for that long, but the three months I spent in Japan, she was to me like, she was the most outgoing person. She was the first person that made me feel comfortable in Japan, like more welcoming, you know? And she just, she seemed like a great, happy person, even in training, so outgoing. Yeah, when I found out, like I, I was in disbelief. Like the first person I called was Sumi Sakai. You know, because mm-hmm. I know Sumi was super close with her and she's just close with all the Japan people. Yeah, it hit me hard because I, you know, I was very fortunate that I got to spend three months with to- uh, uh, being in Tokyo Cyber Squad. Um, so it was it was hard. I, you know, and also like just like knowing she was like only 23 years old. And I can't even imagine like what, you know, all the girls were going through, like the people that were in stardom. Yeah, I still can't believe. To be honest, it's still kind of hard. And it's also crazy because, like, you know, the one time I had to cancel on you guys, I recently lost somebody mm. to suicide. So it's it just it's heartbreaking, you know. It's very sad. And for anyone listening, if you're ever considering it, please call a hotline, tell somebody, let them know, because you can hear the emotion in our voices. People care. People you don't even think would care if you were gone. We do care. So, um, you know, please talk to somebody. Call the hotline if you need it. Yeah, that's that's a whole another conversation. That yeah, can, yeah, yeah. Let's let's take a breath. Um, so being with AW now, um, is there any um, advice or anything that you've learned since since being with AW? That whole experience in general. Or anything like any like tidbits that you learn like oh okay 
this is how they do it here. Obviously, like being an independent wrestler in a way is it's so different being on TV. In a way, you kind of have to adjust. So like when it comes to like TV, you have to like worry about times. You have to stick to your times, you know, which is so new to me. Because when you're mm -hmm. on independent, you just like when promoters say you have 10 minutes, a lot of wrestlers will be like, okay, 12, 13, cool, you know. <laughs> but in AW, like, you know, it's, it is, you have to like, it's, they're very strict on times. Obviously, you have to be professional. Even though like AW is, is it's a much bigger platform, I would also right. just give the advice like, don't change who you are. You know what I mean? Uh, just continue to be yourself. Always just be respectful. Keep reminding myself just to be myself. Don't change, you know? To piggyback on that, you know, with some other promotions, it feels like you would go to another promotion and they would want to change. Like, I can, I can envision you being like this, you know, glamorous wrestler and stuff like that, but it really just seems like you are authentically who you are in AEW. So are those conversations had when you get signed? It's like, okay, well, you're signed, you know, this is where the direction we want you to go, or is it more just, you know, hey, we're cool, like who you are mm -hmm. is fine enough for us. So thankfully with AEW, they are really cool with that. And also like, I know my character and I'm not the glamorous one. I'm not the one all about the makeup and all that. I know I want to be different from that. I'm not scared to speak up. I'm not. I even if it's even if it's a big company like AEW, if I don't feel comfortable who I'm portraying, I can't do it then. I you're not gonna get the best version of me then. So thankfully, like when I came in, they they knew my character, they knew my style, and I think they wanted that too. They wanted different people. And so I know like being an AW, I'm very different from a lot of the girls. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M 
Noom.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. You know, I'm all about kicking ass, just, you know, getting in that ring. You know, not worrying about my hair, the makeup, you know. Right. The way I look is the way I look. I love it. I can envision you um, really just um, beating ass, taking names, and like, I, now I think we, it's our show, so I know we can swear, but you know, not giving an F about it. It's kind of go. I was like, I, can we swear on this show? It's like, you should be able to. <laughs> you, you had to ask uh, higher up TK. You were like, uh, other TK. <laughs> and that's the great thing. Um, about so many, so many different promotions and having so many options that as, as a woman and, mm -hmm. you know, just seeing different options, seeing so much diversity, it's just absolutely amazing. So let's go to like your 14 year old self. You saw WWE when you're 14 years old and you knew that you wanted to become a professional wrestler. Now that you are mm -hmm. one, is this all that you envisioned or, you know, you know, you get to some point, you get to that dream and you're like, some of this is some BS, like this is what I wanted, but I didn't want all this. So the dream versus the reality now, is it what you wanted? I mean, so when you say there's a lot of BS, there is a lot of BS, <laughs> but no. So it's crazy. Like before I discovered professional wrestling, I thought I was going to be a soccer player. Mm. I had played soccer like pretty much my whole life ever since I came here. But then no, like once I saw it on TV, I was like, nope, this is it. This is all I want to do. And so everything going forward like it was just focused on professional wrestling and then once i stepped in the ring like and then once i've had like some experiences it is tough at times especially like when you do see the bs and you do see how people treat other people sometimes but that's where i feel like i can always make a difference of like not becoming like that you know mm -hmm. even though like we've made it like even though i've made it to aw i still have so much work to do but again the big thing is like not changing who i am just remembering mm -hmm. where I came from, who are the people that helped me get here? You don't get here alone, you know, and I didn't. Yeah. So I'm always going to be thankful for the people that have helped me. And I'm also going to make sure the people that come into AW to treat them right, to make them comfortable. That's beautiful. I, I wish more veterans, especially women vets, I think because there are less of us, you know, there's there's jerks who are guy vets and there are great guy vets, but because there are less women, I feel like you get a much smaller pool and there are so many women veterans who are are not using their time to uplift us and to help us like they were helped. And so it really makes you appreciate the ones who are so generous with their time and their advice and everything. So I hope you do stick to that and you help other girls, you know, the way they helped you. That's awesome. Yeah, because like the one person that like I love in AEW, uh, Vicky Guerrero, uh, but she's nice to everybody. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Not just the top people, but people like the extras. When I watch her, like talk to all the people, and I'm just like, wow. Like I hope I can be like that, or like I wish everybody was like Vicky. Just so kind, giving, sharing her knowledge. She's a great example of like how wrestlers should be or just people in general absolutely and she has the she could be stuck up she's been everywhere you know that everyone wants to be but we we talked to her uh this the previous interview before yours and she said it brings her joy you know she remembers the people who helped her and so she's doing that that same thing so i, I definitely awesome to hear so you said that you want to like pretty much run through the rec the, the locker room for AEW, but in a previous interviews, you also said that you love intergender matches. Uh, is there any anybody in particular in AEW or anywhere else that you're like, 
I will beat his ass and I will do it well and it will be an amazing match. It's so funny because like I have that attitude towards anybody. Like I don't care like who you are. You can give me anybody. Like the one match I would love to have, even if we could do an AEW is like John Silver. I've had two matches with him on the indies and it was great, you know? So I would love to, you know, wrestle him on a big stage like that. You know, will that ever happen? I don't know. We have magical powers on this show. That's true. So, you know, just a mini suggestion. You could just, you know, do a mini promo and, you know, we just put it out in the universe and see what happens. Oh, God, three minutes about promos. <laughs> I'm bad with that right now. Um, Listen, I'll be your manager and I'll do it for you. John Silver, she's going to take you on. It is going to happen. It is going to happen on a grand stage at AEW. Boom. There we go. Appreciate that. Um, <laughs> uh, that. That would be awesome because I would be the first person to raise my hand and be like, put me in there, you know? Because I've said this a couple of times. Like, I think Wrestling Guys has helped me, like, elevate my game. Mm. You know, it's also pushed me, like, to my limit and it's showed me, like, okay, like, I can hang with the girls, but damn, like, I can hang with the guys, too. Maybe one day, you know, one day. How tall are you again? I feel like you're not that tall. You know, 4'11 and a half. Yes. <laughs> Even I'm taller than you. <laughs> not, it's not a shot. Like, the reason I asked that, because I just want to confirm, because, you know, TV, you could be all yeah. types of, you know. Like, the fact, the reason I asked that is because you, you were so amazing in the matches that I see on TV. And for the the height difference, like you just you're kicking ass. So just seeing you at four eleven, and then some guy yeah. at you know five eleven, and or six feet like that, and then you actually like beating them so legitimately, not like you know how sometimes they have these intergender matches, and you're like, okay, well, you know, this is this is this is they're playing mm -hmm. this is great, yeah. but for you, I legitimately could see it. Like if you weren't professionally wrestling you could kick their ass on the street and i would buy into it so that's why i'm pushing yeah. for that that's, I, and that's the other thing with my height you know like yeah yeah i've accepted it i'm short you know but i again like my mindset is that i'll, I'll kick anybody's ass um mm -hmm. and that's the other thing it's just believability you know everything i do especially in that ring i want people to believe it so uh, last question for a get out of here. Uh, you uh, are the suplex queen in the ring. Uh, what made you choose that move to showcase your power? Well, for me, one is like, it's very devastating. And also given my size, I feel like I can hit it with anybody, you know? And again, just coming from the amateur wrestling background, that's just a given, like, you know, suplexes were always involved. So to me, once I like lock my hands, I just know like I can hit the suplex on anybody, anywhere, you know, I'm, that's just like the one move I'm confident with. Like, I know once I put it in, like you're done, like, you know, you're gonna go flying. Oh my gosh, I love it. I can't wait to see like more of you doing amazing stuff uh, in AEW. Uh, but before we get out of here, uh, we're gonna do Rapid Hot Tags. So Rapid Hot Tags is brought to you by Goalie Nutrition, the world's first apple cider vinegar gummy. Uh, use the code TKTrinidad5 to get your discount today. Uh, so the questions are, I'm gonna ask you a question. You're gonna say the first thing that comes to your mind. So the first question is, do you prefer working out at home or at the gym? If I could work out at home, I would. But I guess the gym, yeah. Uh, if you were to wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? I'm just gonna say uh, flying. Let me fly. 
Like, okay, okay. Uh, if you if you're stuck on an island and can only bring one album, uh, what album would it be? You know, I'm gonna say Queens. Queens. Okay, okay I'll take it. Uh, if you were able to live to the age of ninety and re and retain either the mind or body of a thirty year old, which one would you choose? <laughs> Is that no? I, <laughs> you can choose. It's your choice. I, but because I, at ninety years old, I want to be, I want to function still. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm like, I live till ninety. I just want to be hot. I could be gone. <laughs> no, because you see, I have to maintain my body right now. You know, right? So once I like retire from wrestling, forget it. Like I'm, I'm letting myself go. I want to enjoy. That is a good food. point. I want to enjoy food and life. So, but I'd rather be mentally here than physically you know what i mean that's a very no one has ever brought up that point before i know mm. because uh sarah and i both would say body but what you just said because i mean working out is it, it's it's a necessary evil and i feel like you have to like it but if you work out and you just don't have to care anymore like you might have actually swayed me i might have to pick mine from now on like i <laughs> Don't spend hours working out. Like I think that might, I think I might roll with that. I think. Yeah. Oh man, and Emily, who is normally our co-host who picks mine, isn't here to witness TK having a change of heart. I'm gonna lie and tell her it didn't happen. <laughs> and then uh, last question: If you were to meet one celebrity, who would it be? Ah, oh, it's so it's so tough. Like wrestling wise, or just in general? It could be a musician, actor. You know, I'm just going to say right now, The Rock. I want to meet The Rock. I could get with it. I want to meet him and give him some of TK's lotion. Center in. Center in, The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sexual harassment continues on the show. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Lila, for joining us on the show. Please tell us where, well, I mean, if you're not following her by now, you, you need to. Y'all been missing out. Um, I honestly, like I said before, I love the fact that you know, you're just authentically you. Cause some people you see and you're like, is this a character or is this like, I, I just love that it's just you and you're a badass and I'm all for female badasses. So kudos and I'm, you know, looking forward to seeing you more and doing amazing things. But where can everybody find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram, legit Layla Hirsch. And then Twitter, the same thing, legit Layla Hirsch. And you are definitely yes. legit. Again, thank you so much for coming on. We look forward to seeing amazing things. Just you kicking ass, taking names, and both male and female locker rooms. I'm just putting in the universe for you. Thank you guys <laughs> so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Well, she was amazing. I know. I'm so, I like when people see, like you were saying, when someone seems like they're a certain way and then they actually are that way, it's always like really, really nice. Um, and we, we had actually been trying to get her for a while. And so the fact that she didn't just blow us off when, you know, that's what plenty of people would have done at that point, but that she kept trying means that she's a really awesome person. Yeah, I mean, tr yes, trust me, there has been those situations too. Um, not that many, <laughs> thankfully. Um, but yeah, I definitely, you know, appreciate for anybody who comes on the show or people are watching people come on the show. It does take a lot of time on both sides. So I definitely appreciate when people come on and we respect each other's time and, you know, we just yeah. have a good time. Um, speaking of good time, my question is, um, when did you first fall in love with wrestling, Sarah? 
So I remember the exact moment. So I knew about wrestling before. I knew about Hulk Hogan and everything. Because when we were little kids, they'd make me play Miss Elizabeth. And I'd be like, hanging out, waiting for the winner. Yeah, it was weird. I won't get all into it. But it was definitely some stuff that should not have been happening for a five-year-old. Anyway, um, but I was... Uh, going through channels, and I loved Xena growing up. Big surprise for anyone who knows me. And I see a girl in fake leather, so I assume, oh, an Amazon, this must be Xena. Um, you know, like one of the Amazons for Xena, it was China. And the camera pulls back, and she's standing in a ring. And I was like, who is this? Because to my knowledge, wrestling had been guys. And like, yeah, it was like, okay, they were cool. But like women wrestling, mine was blown. And so I started watching then. And that was the time where we had, um, we had China, we had Luna Vachon, we had Miss Jacqueline. Um, so it was this time where I like, there were all these women to love and they only got a few minutes. So I'd like frantically be waiting for their time to get on. And, um, you know, I, I fell so deeply in love with it. I created a character for myself. She was Queen Bee. She was Bumblebee themed and she was a rapper. <laughs> All right. Um, the mm -hmm. excitement I can tell, I could really feel the love, but the moment you fell in love with wrestling. <laughs> uh, but for me, it was, um, cause it's been in and out of my life. Like I, mm -hmm. every Sundays, cause you know, I know I've just put this on black people, but we didn't, we couldn't afford pay-per-view. So. Right. I never watched a pay-per-view. <laughs> never watched a pay-per-view until like now. Um, but you know, we used to watch wrestling every Sunday, eat popcorn and like just fall asleep. Like that was our Sundays, my brother, myself, and my dad. And um, then again, fast forward in college, we used to have a wrestling night, but I don't really recall actually like what, like I just remember it being in the background, but it was like right. me and a bunch of track athletes. Like I was actually in a house with five other guys. Those are my roommates. So you can imagine. Um, so that we had like a wrestling night, but I genuinely fell in love with wrestling and truly appreciated wrestling when um, I think I had told this story on X-Pop. So um, Austin Creed and I, or Xavier Woods, um, I met him when I was doing TV in Toronto and we stayed friends this whole time. He was with TNT at the time, had no idea he signed to WWE, none of that. And then one day he happened to be in LA. He hit me up, we hung out and he's like, yeah, I'm with WWE now. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, okay. And then um, he, he gave me tickets to a show and just seeing everybody, just seeing the movement in the ring. One, not killing yourself and killing other people and then telling the story um, that's when I really fell in love. Again, I'm going to make this into a drinking game. Maybe our next watch along. I fell in love with the storyline. The storyline is just like everything for me. And then the athleticism, because the general rule, when you talk to people who don't follow wrestling, it's like, oh, the first question they get is like, oh, well, wrestling's, you know, fake and stuff like right. that. And it's like, uh, no, no, no. There's a lot going on. And I challenge anybody athlete or not to go into that and then do so many different things in that ring in you know that few minutes and make it look good and now you add cameras that's right. the whole situation right there absolutely um it's so funny that you say that because so i fell out of love with wrestling i was hitting puberty and um uh, one of the announcers, oh, Jerry the King Lawler would always be like, puppies, puppies, and talk about the women like they were literally just titties with, with legs. It was really gross. It was really disgusting. And, uh, you know, I'm hitting puberty, so I'm already feeling weird about my body. And then here's this man who won't treat these women like competitors. He treats them like they're there 
for his own sexual enjoyment. Literally go back and listen. When you watch on the network or Peacock, he talks like he's a 13-year-old boy. And I honestly, I have a whole theory that this actually influenced some of the bad, like, um, society things that happen from those 13-year-old boys who grew up. But anyway, that's that's, that's like a whole podcast in itself. Um, but it, it made me feel so horrible and angry and mad. And then one day I said, why am I watching this thing that makes me mad? So I stopped watching wrestling. And then, like you, had little wrestling nights in college, but I wasn't really paying attention. But it was not until Xavier Woods gave me, gave me tickets to a show that I fell back in love with wrestling. I know. I'm like, that's really hilarious. We've known each other for like three years, and we didn't know that the that we both had that in common. So that's really, really funny. Well, shout out to Xavier for, for giving tickets. like Making the love real. I know, right? <laughs> Um, but yeah, that 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 is so crazy because I we both knew we both knew him, but not the how not the connection. Yeah, no, that's that's so funny. I met him at a not wrestling event at E3, and then you know he gave me my co-host tickets, my old co-host for my other podcast, and yeah, the rest is history. That might have been. We have to cross the year. I'm wondering if it was the same year. <laughs> was it in Anaheim? Um, or Staples Center? Staples Center. Okay, that it wasn't the it wasn't the same. I was in Anaheim. Yeah, it it was definitely stable because I would have never driven to Anaheim. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Xavier and I weren't super homies back then. It was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. But like, he was relatively like, oh, okay, like we can do lunch in Staples Center because it's like ten minutes away. Too much information for you guys. It's a whole another podcast, but um. Not that way, but you know, you guys don't care about that stuff. But that right. let's talk about networking in Los Angeles, everyone. <laughs> However, uh, quick thing, just for you guys uh, who have been like keeping up with all our content, we are going to be doing more watch-alongs. So um, WrestleMania, NXT, um, we might even slide some AEW stuff in there. So there's a lot of stuff happening. So definitely uh, go and check all of that out. And we have our IG lives with the news every week. So there's just so many stuff. And if you want to just figure out where it all is, you can go to our website, www.talkpod.com. But I started wrapping up the show without wrapping up the show because I know we have something left because I have it right here in front of me. Star of the Week. Women's Wrestling Star of the Week. Star of the Week is brought to you by Label My Keys. Use code WWTALK for 50% off all orders. Today's Star of the Week is Killer Kelly. The Portuguese wrestler made her debut in 2016 and has worked for several European promotions, including Wrestling Portugal, Pro Wrestling Eve, and WXW, where she's a one-time women's champion. She made her WWE debut in 2018 in the UK Championship Tournament, and she also complete, competed in the 2018 Mae Young Classic. She was most recently seen on Impact Wrestling, where she teamed up with Renee Michelle in the Impact's Knockout Tag Championship. We hope to see more of her on our TV soon. If you want to learn more about a star of the indie wrestling scene, shoot us your suggestion for future stars of the week. And don't forget, check out labelmykeys.com. Enter the code WWTALK for 50% off your order. Thank you so much, Miss Sarah. And where can everybody find you? In the ether. Uh, you can find me at Sarah the Rebel. Sarah's an H is God of the Bible. And Teddy, I see sometimes y'all leave comments and you don't put an H and I don't like those comments. Stop it. I have an H. That's a different Sarah. Anyway, uh, you can also check out patreon.com slash Sarah the Rebel. If you feel it spicy, go ahead and hit up the onlyfans.com slash Sarah the Rebel. Do you? I think I've told two or three different people. It's like I... I... I definitely support my friends, but it's like, I kind of sort of just out of the curiosity, the journalist in me want to know what you're putting up on these Patreon and OnlyFans. But then also, 
Go find yeah, it. and then also <laughs> the, the the knowing you and the possibilities. It's like I don't know if I want to because I often see stuff that Sarah puts on Instagram, and not like it's bad or anything. I just screenshot. I'm like, what is this? Like got, she's got a folder on her phone of me. Just my, my screenshots. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just kind of like I don't know if I want to because then we'll just end up talk uh, having an episode where I'm tossing in. Then, then you'll lose the OnlyFans because I'm sh- I'm telling them about what I saw on your Only. So I don't know if right. it's beneficial for the both of us. But um, yeah, definitely go into. <laughs> Long story short, you definitely go and support Sarah on OnlyFans and Patreon. Follow her on all social media. Follow us on all social media as well. WW Talk Pod on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. And then you can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad uh, on everything IG, all that good stuff. Other than that, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you leave those comments down below. We really, really appreciate it. We read them sometimes, but we do get to them eventually. (laughs) We appreciate it. Until next time. Ciao, guys. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.